Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Gems and as always I'm your host the Admirable Admiral and as always we're in a video store somewhere in your hometown so come find us. Yes, video stores still exist. And of course that sniffing you're hearing in the background is of course the fantastic Miss Frida and underneath the recording table is of course the Honorable Tesla but you probably can't hear him. But guys a very special episode this week it is of course my esposa Feliz Cumpleaños. Patron! Gracias. Thanks for having me, Admiral. No problem. Uh, and you picked another Don Bluth film. I did. I did. Not my favorite, but still pretty up there. It made Very us nostalgic. cry like a little bitch. Yep, sure did. I wanted uh, to see you cry. So, you go ahead and uh, I'm going to go ahead and read... By the way, the plot synopsis on the back of the you DVD. You didn't say what the movie was. They read the title. They Did know. they? I don't know. Sometimes they just go and just like, oh, what's next? What's the Admiral got for us next? Anyways, I'll say it. The Land Before Time. AKA. Oh, you go. A New Adventure is Born. Ooh. AKA Across of Lion King and Dinosaur 2000. I mean, it's, it's basically a child version of Jurassic Park. No, this is way sad. No, this is the Lion King it's, with dinosaurs. It's well, this is before the Lion King. So Don Bluth did it first. Disney stole Lucas from Don Bluth. and Spielberg Look, produced this. This is in the Star Wars universe. Oh, and also, uh, I would be, uh, you know, but my show would be super upset if I didn't. Uh, he's gonna come in later at some point in time. I have to write it down so I can. Oh edit yeah, it I'm there. Later. I cannot wait to hear what he says about this movie. Um, no, James Horner does the music. Oh, that's right. That's right. The same guy who does the music for Titanic and... Uh, Which you've never seen. The Last Starfighter. I've seen Titanic. I yeah, just that's... hate that movie. <laughs> Wait, you said you are going to read the synopsis. Oh, well, no. I'm just telling you that the plot synopsis on <laughs> the DVD is longer than the Wikipedia <laughs> plot synopsis. Um, I feel like they're both informative, but I'm going to go ahead off the DVD cover because that's what we have. Um, are you, you want to read it? I'll read it, yeah. Okay, cool. I know Go you're ahead. dyslexic, so <laughs> I'll help. Oh, you're right. All right. Oh, and just to clarify, this is the first movie from 1988. Not any of the 14 musical series to follow direct to DVD. Um, the one where they befriend the sharp tooth is very, very adorable. It probably in a future podcast I will want to I'm assuming it's the one. secret of Source Rock. No, that's not it. No. Oh, the, I don't remember which one it was. Through the Mist? I think it okay, was the we'll time just, of the great giving. All right, that we'll, sounds about right. We'll just, I don't remember. This was so long ago. Land before time. Oh my god, wait. What happens if the Fast and Furious franchise <gasps> decides to just try and beat Land Before Time series? <laughs> no! Because look, we got... Why would you we, wish that upon We got Land anybody? Before Time X. Land Before Time What does that even mean? Land Before Time 10? Oh, there's a video game series as well. All right, cool. Just read the plot synopsis. Okay, plot synopsis. Embark on a journey into an enchanting prehistoric adventure with dinosaur pals Littlefoot, Sarah, Spike, Ducky, and Petrie in this acclaimed animated classic for the entire family. In a long-ago age of rumbling volcanoes and perilous earthquakes, a young brachiosaurus named Littlefoot suddenly finds himself on his own, setting out to find the lush feeding grounds of the legendary Great Valley. He meets up 
with four other young dinosaurs who agree to join his quest. On their daring trek across a landscape filled with excitement and danger, the brave little band encounters hungry predators and daunting challenges as they discover new lessons in life and the importance of teamwork. Presented by Steven Spielberg and George Lucas and with direction by Don Bluth, parentheses, an American tale. The Land Before Time is a brilliantly imaginative, delightfully animated tale of friendship, loyalty, and love, certain to capture the hearts of viewers, young and old. Right, Tesla? You it caught your, it captured your heart, right? Yeah. I know I'm, it did. I'm ducky. The Honorable Tesla is a gender-swapped ducky, and the Fantastic Miss Frida is a gender-swapped spike. All right, so... <laughs> well, this movie's only an hour, nine minutes, so we don't think this podcast is going to be more than an hour. <laughs> no. Um, so, let's try to go through the plot. Um, Littlefoot's mother dies within the first 15 minutes. Yep. So, okay, Amber, I need to ask you. What was sadder? Simba and Mufasa or Littlefoot and his unnamed mother? Okay, so, I'm going to be honest with you. I love dinosaurs more than lions so i feel like this might have more been impactful but i also watched it as a young age so i probably forgot it and blacked it out as a memory but i feel like this uh, i'm not saying i liked more that's kind of a loaded question to be honest with you that's just me i don't really I, if i had to pick coin toss It'd probably have to be a coin toss between the two. Because I really like both of them. They're both really good death scenes. I don't know why I'm saying I really like both death scenes. Yeah, I also don't know why it's a coin toss. It's a choice between one or two. The Honorable Tesla... I'm nervous, don't ask me. It's like, I don't know, man. Okay. Obviously, Lion King, the music slaps. So, but... Well, this only has one music. One at the end. Oh. It only has, like, this... Oh, the one with Diana Ross singing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and we forgot to also say Kathleen Kennedy produced this. Oh, yeah, she did, too. Yep, she sure did. The stain of the Kennedys. So, well, not the Kennedys, the stain of Kathleen. So, my take... Oh, and on, Frank Marshall. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to say spoiler on the... Mother. It's a 35-year-old movie. It is older <laughs> than me. Yes. yes so, it is. it is a 35-year-old movie. So, you know what? If you haven't watched in 35 years... It's whatever. It's about time. It's about time. It should be on your list. Maybe not all 14, but at least the first three. Oh, God. Please don't make me watch all 14. I I mean, I might. Anyways, so in the beginning when we find out about uh, Littlefoot's mother, it, you know, she will, I mean, she goes out on like a really, I don't know, how do I describe it? Um, Not a cool death scene, but... It's pretty epic. Epic. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. She is saving the life of Littlefoot and Sarah, this bitch, Triceratops. And it also took me 30 years to realize that Sarah was short for Triceratops. Anyways, that's another story. But, yeah, she the mom comes in and saves them from the sharp tooth, a.k.a. the T-Rex. And there's, like, a huge battle happening. And you're like, yeah. Yeah, punch him in the fucking face with your giant ass neck and your giant ass tail. Oh, it was really good. But in the end, she perishes and it's really sad. But honestly, I feel like this was the first animated film to really depict um, childhood depression. Like, you know. Have you never seen The Secret of Nim? I only saw The Secret of Nim 2. 
That's another story. So for some, yeah, for some reason, I've only seen sequels of all these movies and not the originals. Anyways, okay. Well, that was John Blue's first film was The Secret of Nim. So correct. I guess he's uh, John Bluth. Are you okay? <laughs> do you do you need to talk to somebody? But um, honestly, it depicted it very well. You know, with the uh, parental death and just. Uh, I think it'd be a good film to, you know, show a child if they're going now, through something traumatic like this. Now, the this. thing about that, that question is, yes. when do you show a child this movie? At what age? Uh, I mean, I watched it very... I think I watched it when it came out. By the way, I don't oh, know... No, I couldn't have. That's I don't know if lie. the listeners hear this, but there is a <laughs> thunderstorm in the background, which makes this a really more epic podcast. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, wait, no. I watched it on TV, obviously. Um... And I don't remember if it was the Disney Channel or if it was... I don't think it would have been the Disney Channel. It probably would have been Cartoon Network. I don't know. Disney Channel showed like, or Nickelodeon. random movies. Oh, maybe. It probably would have been Nickelodeon. Anyways, I was fairly young. I was probably about five. But you're like, oh, dinosaurs, cute, cool. Um, I mean, I'd be fine with showing the, a, like a four-year-old this movie. They mm. won't understand the whole thing. But, I mean, watching it as adults... You're like, whoa, Sarah stands for a triceratops. That's what your takeaway yes, is. Yes, that's my takeaway. Um, um, and then, oh. But also how incredibly racist she was. Like, let's talk about well, her. Well, let's hold on, hold on, hold on. That was mostly her father. That was her father. That forced that upon and her. And that's another lesson um, for children to learn is that sometimes the views of the child isn't necessarily, it's not theirs, it's what the parents are teaching. And... Parents misinform children all the fucking time. Oh, 1,000%. <laughs> so they shouldn't take it, you know, take it with a grain of salt. And, By the you know, way, uh, on IMDb, this has a 7.4 out of 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that uh, high for IMDb? I don't I mean, know. Yeah. Uh, Pat Hingle is the voice of the narrator, which you'll mostly know him. Uh, Muppets? Uh, he worked with them, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, he did work with them. They love the Muppets. Uh, go ahead while I pad for time. Oh, he wasn't. He was General Luft in Muppets from Space, the worst Muppet movie of all time. I another. I think that was the first Muppet movie I watched, okay. or that's the one I remember the most. Uh, he was Commissioner Gordon in Batman, the nineteen eighty nine uh, one. Okay, okay. Thank you for that fun uh, facts. Um, everyone else is Littlefoot's mother was was oh was oh, Helen Shaver. Is she from Mash? Uh, no, I think she is from Poltergeist the Legacy, but she was also, I think she was in Tremors. Oh, okay. She was in one of the Tremors movies. I just figure, I just figure like, a bunch of people are just in MASH, so. <laughs> I mean, that's a really good starting off point, to be honest with you. Thank you, BTV. Thanks, BTV. Um, so, I think, what, Admiral, I'd like to ask you, what does the tree star mean to you? Oh my god, motherfucking tree star. Motherfucking tree star. What is the equivalent of a tree star? Or just what does the tree star represent? And so the tree star for background, the tree star is what they're going on this epic journey for to find the great valley of tree stars. Correct? Uh well, kind of. I mean they're trying to find refuge. They're, you know, this is prehistoric time. Littlefoot's mother was an uh, Amityville horror. She was Caroline. Oh, okay. And she, and, um, so all the dinosaurs, this land is, you know, it's like during Pangea and where everything's she was in shifting. Too. Thanks, we passed it. Oh. <laughs> and we've, um, saw the continents are shifting. You, uh, the con, 
the consonants. Oh, okay, cool. Con- what did you think? Is it condiments? No, I thought you said contents as in we're oh, at the, the beginning con- of a book. Sorry, let me enunciate. The continents are shifting. Oh. Um, and land is, uh, you know, like, there's not as much greenery or water in certain areas, so they have to migrate. Which I really thought that there was, there might be a land before time called the Great Migration, but there I is. might be making it up. No, there is. So, Bill Irwin, the gentleman who is Littlefoot's grandfather, mm-hmm. is... The gentleman from the Dangly Ones. She's got a whole <gasps> bunch of them with Dangly Ones and Home Alone. Have we re- have you reviewed Home Alone before? Nope. Ooh. And he's also in Plane Trains and Automobiles. The same guy who falls asleep on the plane. Yep. Yes. We um, know that. Wow. The Honorable yeah. Tesla. That's that that carpet is not going to come up for you to make a nest, buddy. <laughs> so, anywho, so they're all trying. All the dinosaurs are trying to make their way over to the Great Valley, which is said to have a they walk all the tree one... stars they'd like all and the mother is, is likes to explain to Littlefoot how to get to the Great Valley. She explains it in detail. She says you have to pass the rocks that, that look, look like a long, long neck and the and the mountains and that, that are on, on fire, fire, which Admiral uh, noted what is volcanoes. looks like volcano. Yeah, it's a volcano. Yeah. It's magma. Um, so Littlefoot knows the way, and he wants to get. So anyway, so after the sharp tooth incident. After his mother oh, dies. Oh, by the way, Sharp Tooth yeah. is Frank Welker. Who is? You don't know who Frank Welker is? I don't. I'm sorry. Oh my god, you're a horrible person. You oh, as soon fine, as soon fine, I'll leave. As soon as I mention who Frank Welker is, you're gonna be like, oh shit. Oh, you gotta. He's oh, also shaggy? Spike. No. Oh. He's Shockwave from the Transformers. He's Galvatron. He's Megatron. He he's he's been in everything. He's Scooby for most of uh... the. Scooby Doo's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, did not know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, nobody I really heard. knows him now. Mm. He's also he's also Fred. Mm-hmm. Like nobody really knows him now because he's not really well done. But he's really he's he's very well known voice actor. Like oh, okay. he's amazing. I learned today. And he doesn't get recognition like he like he does any. But basically, he's basically known for Fred and Scooby. Well, he gets recognition today on our podcast. Cinema gems. Cinema gems. Thanks for Frank, wa- Walker. Frank Walker. We know you listen. <laughs> you know you Hashtag listen. Frank Walker rocks. Um, um, and, uh-huh. Oh, and oh, uh, Will Ryan. Oh, he died a couple years ago. He's Petrie. He also does the seahorse in The Little Mermaid. That was literally one second. And he does Digit in The American Tale. And he's the Reverend Rat in Thumbelina. <gasps> Thumbelina. That Which I don't probably... think I've seen Thumbelina. <gasps> well, okay. I loved that movie growing up. Watching it as an adult, it's actually not that great. Oh, and he was... But that could be my next Don Bluth birthday movie. And he was also in the in a Winnie Pooh sketch in Family Guy. Like, uh, Will Ryan, the guy who did the voice of Petrie. And that's a very high-pitched yeah. voice. And then let's go with Ducky. Oh wow! Oh, he wasn't actually. It was actually a child that died the same year this movie was released. Oh wait! Oh wait! There is a really depressing story behind this. This. Do you want to talk about no, it? No, I don't remember okay. it. Okay. Well, she was also in All Dogs Go to Heaven that was released post mortem, um, and she was also in Jaws: The Revenge. She was also in a couple episodes. No, one episode of Remington Steel. She was ten years old when she passed. She was murdered. Wow. Oh, she was murdered by her father four months before the film's release. She 
was only 10 years old, her headstone includes her famous line in this movie. Yep. Now, that's... I knew there was something depressing about, more depressing about this movie. Well, that brings me up to the point. Whenever anybody goes, yep, 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 I automatically think of Ducky. Exactly. I don't care what it is, it's automatically just Ducky. So she's she still lives on in Ducky. Wait, are you telling me right now, wow. Grandmother Fa from Mulan and Mrs. Featherby from DuckTales and Granny from the Looney Tunes movie and Does she just play everyone's grandmother? She's, she, it's, oh god, oh the the squirrel from Rocky and Bullwinkle, Rocky the squirrel Yeah. She does the voice of most of the dinosaurs Nice. (laughs) June Foray Amazing, amazing uh, and of course we have Diana Ross. Like this is an amazing cast that we get. Um, I love to find out that you love that Bill Irwin, the Dangly Ones, was uh, the grandfather. For the Dangly Ones reference, you have to watch Home Alone and probably listen to our future Home Alone podcast. Probably comes out in a couple years. It'll be the thirtieth anniversary. Wait, no, the thirty-fifth anniversary of it. Yep. Um, but yeah, no. So. I mean, we've been going on about 17 minutes about just, like, here and there. Well, the cast mostly. But... And the tragic story of Ducky. Yeah, the voice actress of Ducky. Um, So, basically, they have to get... The continents are shifting. And we get this narration. It's really good. It's in and out, but it's not always consistent. But I like that it comes in whenever we, as the audience, need to know what's happening. Mm -hmm. That's what I like most about it. And it's just really nice to have an actual, like... a. A, a deep not a deep voice but like a non-intimidating voice mm-hmm. it's very poetic a very yeah. poetic voice um and he basically brings us along for the journey um and you want to talk about how sarah the bitch <laughs> decides to wake up sharp tooth because she feels like she can take him down i feel like she has a lot of testosterone build up inside of her um, probably from her father from her father um but yeah this is after all the continent shifts and after the um, after Littlefoot's mother dies and they all get separated from their family and she's just so fucking stubborn and falls into like a canyon where the sharp tooth also fell and she's just like huh like you think you're a big guy and just hits the the sharp tooth in its head like back like just and then that going. eye opens up and she freaks the fuck out and she runs she's out of there like a little bitch Anyway, she gets better in the end, I guess. Uh, her name is Candace Hudson, um, and she stopped acting around 2001. She's still alive. She is in Baywatch. She is in the Bob Newhart Show. She is in uh, Empty Nest, the spinoff for Golden Girls. She's Quantum Leap. Uh, she's done. She, wow, she did Sarah for the first four movies. Wow. Yeah. Uh. So after and, that, she runs to Littlefoot. Yeah, she's like, I took care of Sharptooth. I kicked his ass. And he's like, I saw my mom kick Sharptooth's ass. And she's like, nah-uh. And he's like, uh-huh. But they also find, they find, who does he meet? Who do they meet first? They meet, uh, they, is Duck, it Ducky? Ducky first. And then Petrie. Petrie, and then. Who's um, not a flyer. He's a flyer, but he's he doesn't fly. He's a faller. Fly. He's a faller. And then Falling we meet Spike. Style. Well, when we meet his egg, Ducky finds his egg. Yep, so yep, that, yep. That becomes her, her little brother. Um, and Spike is a spike tail. Ducky is a 
big mouth is what I think they call well, it. And she's she's a, a duck swimmer. bill though. No, no, they call it in the movie. They but call no, her but a but she's mouth. a duck bill dinosaur. Yeah, I don't know the actual scientific terms. I, if any, I mean, you know I, what? If you ask a child what their favorite dinosaur is, they'll tell you the scientific name. It says so it right here. Spike is a steg is a, is a stegosaurus. Littlefoot is an apatosaurus. Sarah is a triceratops. Ducky is a sauropod. And then Petrie is a paradon. No, that's no, that that, that's tr- a duck that's, bill. That's a tyrannodon. That is a duck bill dinosaur. Okay, but but Petrie's is a tyrannodon. AKA like a see bipedal duckbill dinosaur. That's why they call her Ducky. I I, I am aware. She's a duckbill dinosaur. I'm saying what the movie calls them. Stop fighting me. <laughs> uh and yeah and then they oh wow okay so this wow after the Great Valley they raise a carnivorous baby called Chomper but that's not in this. These oh, this lie. is the series. This is the film series of okay. This is a film series of the plot. I literally just want. But the this Chomper one. one was actually that's oh, okay. A really, okay, really here we good, go. Here we go. That might be the second one. I don't know, but that was a very good. That's the one I remember the watching the most. Um, uh, and then what about when Sarah gets picked on by the dome heads and she gets saved by the group? With, uh, oh, the, so they get the covered in the tar, like tar from like. from La Brea tar pits, basically. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's what that was. And so she's she's calling out for help. She's calling out for them, and they're like, "Haha, it's us. We saw you get scared." Because she doesn't like being vulnerable. Yeah. So, oh, she, she works on that. Wow, uh, Steven Spielberg said he wanted to do wanted to do a Bambi movie, but with dinosaurs. So that's why he did. Oh, Land Before Time. That's why it felt so Disney. And uh, and uh, George Lucas was like, "I want to help." <laughs> uh, and then after they after they're out of the La Brea tar pits. I'm sorry, I hate when people say the La Brea tar pits because it's the the tar pits. So La Brea tar pits. After you get out of the La Brea tar pits, they head over and they see the Great Valley. Or do the do the. <laughs> Do the oh I'm sorry Honorable Tesla I'm sorry he well, you kind of he you went out of order yeah he wanted to specify okay. that they had they did find tree stars but a bunch of apatosauruses went and like demolished everything it was like oh no it's like when you know when Swapper Jacks opens at eight a.m. for flowers yep on that's Mother's, exactly yeah the day before Mother's Day no 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 just in general but also but most of the day before Mother's yeah. Day that was them yeah. Uh, and then they get to the Great Valley, and he gets to see his grandfather and grandmother again, and they get to see all their friends, and they get to see how the connection, but Sarah's dad doesn't get reprimanded for being racist. Nope. Nope. But he is excited to see her. Yes. And in later movies, I believe he does get better. Like, he, like, no joke, when we say that he's racist, we, he tells Sarah that three horns don't... Com- uh, don't commune with long necks. He didn't say commune, but yes, to that extent. Like, oh. they don't follow along with long... They don't do things with long necks. We they don't... can do things just with themselves. Exactly. It's fucked up. Uh, and then, I guess, that's really the end of Land Before Time, 1988. It, it's, it's short and sweet. Yeah, it's an hour, you know, there's an hour lots of nine. adventure, emotion. I mean, wait, you didn't even... The best part were they, their plot to kill the Sharptooth. 
You totally skipped over that part. Oh yeah, I did. Go ahead. They Talk had about. this whole. They have this elaborate scheme because the sharp tooth is alive and it's still going after them, and they get. Um, Littlefoot has you know he's the mastermind. He has all this planned out where they're gonna they're gonna basically drown the sharp tooth. Oh, because so, he's got little arms. Yeah, because he, he they even say he has little arms, so he can't swim up. So Ducky's a swimmer. So she was the bait. And she she lured him from the cave to the water, and Littlefoot and Spike just were pushing a boulder over a cliff, and they were trying to just get it, but they couldn't. They're and then Sarah comes in, saves the day, whatever, because she's and a Frank Walker's roar as he roar. falls off of the giant cliff. Yeah, so the 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 boulder hits them, and Petrie like. Um, he uh, he finally learns how to fly. Barely. Barely, but he does it. And then he becomes a flyer, not a faller. Um, but yeah, Ducky's okay too. She gets saved. They're all okay. They, so they end up killing the motherfucking sharp tooth, and they find the great oh find the great valley. But it's very Lion King esque because um, Littlefoot's mother keeps coming to him in cloud form, like a Jedi. Yes. The Force. Like a Jedi dinosaur. The Force. Littlefoot's mother, the first Jedi dinosaur. Yeah. The first Force ghost. That's why George Lucas was involved. Yep, that's exactly it. So, that's that's in the, that's canon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and also, guys, we're just going to go ahead and insert the But Maestro's uh, uh, little talking point right now. Hey, Admiral. Hey, Patron. Uh... I don't mean to interrupt your flow or anything, but I, I knew y'all were going to talk about Land Before Time. Uh, and I I would be missing an opportunity if I didn't talk for a second about how awesome James Horner's score for this is. It's iconic. I'm not going to tell you anything you don't already know, listeners. You, you know this. James Horner, an incredible composer on anything he touches. And he makes the incredibly emotional moments of this movie even more poignant and emotional. But you already know that. Uh, mainly, I just wanted to hop on and say to Patron from myself and the fairy game mother and GLaDOS, happy birthday. We love you. Bye, y'all. Have a fun rest of the review. <laughs> Littlefoot's mom. <laughs> All right. Thank, Thank you, you, Bud Maestro. Wow. So I'm... Informative. So informative. Yes. Wow. But you know what? Accurate. More tears. And also accurate. A yeah. Extremely accurate so if you're ready to be emotionally destroyed by a film by a child's film watch land before time you know what you should do you should watch this and secret of noom and all dogs go to heaven just to trip wow what the fuck is wrong with you (laughs) i don't know i'm a masochist i guess yes so um so we have a rating system here on cinema gems full gem an amazing movie half gem an all right movie no gem a horrible movie patron what do you give Land Before Time 1988? For its time, I'm going to give it a full gem. Okay. I'm going to give it a full gem. Even though I do like comparatively to the to the ones later, like the one the chopper one I was talking about, um, that that's a full full gem. But compared For nostalgia's sake, probably. For nostalgia's sake. Again, I haven't seen it since an adult. But yeah, so I'm going to say full gem. Uh, all right, guys, and uh, I also, the Admiral, also gave it a full gem as well. It's one of those movies that stand the test of time. It's Amblin. It's 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 it, the land before time. Sorry, the land before time. It's graced by the endowment of Am- Amblin Entertainment, produced by. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Universal, please make a uh, child's like a kid zone with Land Before That's Time. That's what they should dinosaurs, do. Dinosaurs, please. That's what they should do. I want Poseidon's a... Fury. They should just have the walk around where you walk to the Littlefoot's Fury. No sharp tooth's revenge. Oh God. Sharp tooth's revenge. Sharp tooth. Um, but no, I mean that's that's really that's really it. Um, but oh, if one you... last, wait, sorry, Admiral. One last question: Who is your favorite dinosaur? It's probably a toss-up between Petrie and Littlefoot. Oh, okay. Mine is definitely Spike. Spike is my spirit dinosaur. Is that why you have a dog that's basically gender swap Spike? Absolutely. Thank you. Yep. That was all. Uh, but guys, also, if you want to reach the show, please email us at cinemagems15 at gmail.com. And also, guys, thank you to Marty and the Eric and Zerber for allowing us to be on your website. And also, Kevin George. Thank you for letting us use your music. And also, guys, just remember that everything is going on right now and you don't have control over it. And it is okay. Just remember just to relax and think about things before you say them. Sometimes cry it out. You know, watch three really sad movies in a row. Exactly. Secret and M, Land Before Time, and All Dogs Go to Heaven. Just, just do it. The Triforce. Just remember, guys, that you can... You have to help yourself before you can help others. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Just remember, guys, that everybody is there for you, but only when you allow them to be. You allow them to be in your circle and friendship, and that is okay. If you want to tell somebody, great. If you don't, it is 100% fine as well. Um, Also, guys, just remember that thank you to all of our Swapper Jacks friends and family for listening to us and knowing the exact talking points we're talking about when we mention Swapper Jacks. And also, guys, also remember to wipe your hooves and see you later. But remember, black lives always matter, guys. Bye. Toodles.